G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, while you've been hearing about all sorts of challenges, violence, even wars around the world, there are all sorts of other conflicts that somehow or other take a little bit of second place to those that are the ones that we are seeing on our television screens each evening. One of those conflicts involves the people known as the Karen people from Burma, a displaced people group, and they've suffered for more than 50 years. One of those who is leading the Karen in the challenge that's before them to see their nation recognised is Timothy Lacklam. And Timothy is joining us now to talk through those issues. Hello, Timothy. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you. Timothy, these days you hold a position of prominence with your people, the Karen people, and you're on Australian shores at the moment. You're about to head back because there are significant things that are happening in conflict with regard to the Karen right now. Yes. I want you to understand also that these effects that today is, is, is come from the history where the Karens are allied with the British and Americans and Australian troops in Burma to fight the Japanese. And Karens uh, and Kachin and others are one of the main allies to make uh, Burma free out of the Japan. And this everything is uh, after independence, the, um, 1949, uh, Burma betrayed the, uh, against uh, all the ethnic and uh, 1962 when the military took over until now. So these things are not just the, uh, just happening uh, like a terrorist group or like other groups that happening um, uh, yesterday. But these things are happening in a historical, uh, being a long time for the legitimacy and eviction of uh, our people and including all the other ethnic as well. Tell me about what's happening in Burma at the present time. How much pressure is there on the Karen people? Well, at the present time, we have the uh, makers... Uh, ceasefire agreement and each individual with all the ethnic, including a Karen and our people. And I'm the one, the main, one of the main person that is uh, uh, leading a peace together with uh, General Bumia, uh, the the head of the Karen father. Sounds like the uh, the Burmese are very hardliner, very stubborn, and uh, they don't they they talk about the peace and they're trying to uh, international community to come and involve and whatsoever. So they gain a lot of uh, money and support and everything. Even though yesterday uh, the Australians uh, are announcing that they are supporting the uh, peace center uh, in in Burmese government and supporting our economy and stability and peace and all this kind of thing. For me, the, I was uh, very encouraging uh the attitude and the generosity of the Australian, as well as the other nation. But I felt that uh, when the the government itself is not mature, uh, not really reformed, and they rather uh, the 
we born the evictions of these uh, military, you know, to continually take over and rule in Burma. And democracy is not a true democracy reform. And then peace also agreement with the other ethnic is also, it, it's not a peace, it's just a make a pieces. You know, they divide and roll and all this kind of thing that continually carry on. So recently, the uh, Burmese uh, uh, government uh, uh, meeting with the, all the ethnic, uh, I'm also a part of that committee as well. They said that they have to, they don't agree with any others, but we are negotiating with the Burmese government. There's a military chief said they have they lay out the six principle. They have to agree with uh, that six principle, which is uh, one of the main thing is that they we all have to agree uh, and accept the 2008 uh, military constitution, which is totally against the will of the people for democratic change. So help us to re, uh, understand that this regime is a very very uh, hardliner and a very stubborn that there's no desire to change of a democracy, no desire for the Aung San Suu Kyi to take a presidency in 2015 that will come next year. So for me, it's uh, that we are continually highlighting this issue, the international community to hold on uh, whatever that they want to do and connect or they want to give um, finance to the Burmese regime, especially Australia, recently announced a foreign affair and say that they will help a 40-something million dollars to the Burmese. And I felt that the things are not mature. they rather not to uh, give it yet. They, they should wait until they are uh, truly changed uh, democratic reform and peace with all the ethnic based on the equality and self-determination um, federalism that uh, ethnics are asking for. Timothy, you uh, talking about a government that's not mature in its reforms. Uh, in fact, there's been even a genocidal campaign against the Karen people. What has been the causes of those sorts of moves against the Karen? Uh, what is well, it that drives are, that government? Yeah, well, they have been committed a crime against the humanity, including the monks that they, they have worshipped and they killed and so more and more they committed the crime, they have a fear. It's a fear of losing the power, fear of losing the economy interest, the fear of losing the, uh, the military. If they are losing that, definitely they will be, um, uh, have to face up with all these uh, criminal activities. So that's the reason why they try to hold on the grip as much as they can, as long as they want, or even the long-lasting of the regime in Burma. That fear is the one that is uh, motivate them to to hold on and not easily give up or agree because of this crime that they have admit and not easily give up to democratic reform uh, in Burma. So you're on your way back to Burma now and you're going to be a part of some of these new negotiations? Yeah, we will, uh, a part of this, uh, not a new negotiating. What I will do is that negotiation is uh, our side and ethnic side has nothing wrong. And we want to see the, we approaching for the long-term peace based on the true, democrat, true democracy and the federal uh, union in Burma uh, based on equality. 
one of the things that I want to understand, I want you to understand that is that Burma is not owned. Burma itself, its uh, regime itself, is not the um, how we call the for the owner of the country. That is a union. That means all equality. So any government from the international community, I want them to treat the uh, the way they treat the regime, but they also they have to treat the same level the uh, the state owner, which is a union. Uh, towards all the ethnic as well, not just talking the regime and believing whatever regime, deceiving and talk to them and make a business for their own uh, benefit of economy. That the country will not go anywhere. In fact, becoming a stumbling block for the true democratic change in birth. Our guest is foreign spokesman for the Karen people. In fact, if I give you his full title, he's Major General Dr. Timothy Lacklam. And he's part of negotiations that are ongoing with the Burmese about getting some recognition for his displaced people, the Karen people. Timothy, let me just talk about some of the atrocities that are reported, a genocidal campaign against the Karen, the idea that pastors have been burned, uh, people have been killed and uh, villages burned, churches burned. This is just some of the, the things that have gone on over recent years. Yes. Well, these are the uh, uh, historically uh, evidence uh, in the United Nations, uh, crime against humanity, uh, UNACR, and all the international uh, organizations of uh, human rights organization and a whole bunch of them. These evidence are piled up uh, in those uh, the record in the... Uh, things that they have. But even in reason, after the peace process and everything going on, the way they treat towards their own people is horrible, like a land confiscated. Um, all this, uh, some of the general uh, uh, own the land, over 200,000, 300,000 uh, land. And uh, their mindset of the regime is they think that they have power, they have a gun, and they think they own whatever uh, in the country. Even the human life are also they own, and they can kill whoever they want. Not only that, while we are negotiating and are going on and whatsoever, the way they treat to the man, the way they treat to the farmer, uh, the politician, even the news media, those who are highlighting, uh, telling the truth of what's going on, they throw in the prison and they lock up them. And lately what's happened with with the Myawadi site where the Karen area, opposite of Mesot. And uh, one of the, uh, our commander named called Colonel Tiger, uh, who is the um, standing for the right of the people, for the justice, because of a Thai corrupt police, the extortion of money from the, um, from the Burmese people that come across legitimacy with paper and everything, the extortion of money, people that are coming across the work, the extortion of money. And so, because of you stand up for that, and the Burmese are now accusing them and hunting them down, that shows itself that this Burmese regime, nothing that uh, they have uh, interest uh, for, the, for the protecting of their people. In fact, they seen as we are uh, no right to stand up for what is right. So that means it, we jeopardize between both authorities the Burmese regime from the, across the border, as well as in Thai, as some of my commander and the troops are also jeopardized. And I was encouraging them that no matter what, you've got to stand up 
for what is right, you know, until your last breath. That is the God principle, and that is a principle that we have to stand up. Um, the world will know soon that what is the truth. Of course, there is an underground drug industry in Burma. That complicates things too, doesn't it? Because there is something of a renegade military that even forces people like the Karen people and others. You mentioned the Kachin people, and these are Christian peoples. Uh, yeah. They are often forced to work for the renegade armies. Well, they, uh, what they're doing is a so-called a BGF, a Karen a militia troop that under the government, uh, Burmese regime, uh, military control. Um, you know that drug is not just happening with this uh, uh, now. It's happened a long time since the General New Wing dictatorship 1962. Uh, Lausanne, uh, the one that great uh, drug uh, trafficker, and they are protecting them under their hand. Later on, they create the Kunsa, which is uh, the one from the Shan State uh, drug law. And they also have the corrupt uh, using a kunsa to make a drug and make a money. You know that in the Singapore, they have a 22 billion, the drug money, that owned by this Burmese general. And they have put it in the Singapore bank. And this American know about this. Everybody know about this. So, um, and lately, we find out also that all they're using these militia BGS, whether in the Koran or others, allow them to do the drug and and get the money for the, these general. And um, but they blame the ship towards the ethnic. Uh, that is a uh, uh, counting and manipulate and uh, all the evil game that they are playing. And, and recently, DKBA troops they captured. It was uh, two months ago. They captured the one of a load of methamphetamine drugs. And they captured them. And then a Burmese commander in the Molomi said, that is not your duty to capture them. You release this car immediately. Now, how on earth is that call themselves is uh, government and uh, military and whatsoever and the ordering, instead of the happy the uh, DKBA, uh, our current force who capture these drugs before they passing through Thailand, instead of the happy and they they will be uh, appreciating our effort, but they are not. They order to release this drug uh, car immediately. This is not our duty to capture them. So this is a problem that uh, even these days is carry on and how corrupt and manipulate uh, our commander. We have, have a right, every right to fight for drugs that affect towards our people in the current state. Many current young people today, a drug can buy easily uh, more than the uh, hamburger. Uh, McDonald's is uh, expensive for them. They can buy with a small amount of money anywhere. So that's how they allow to destroy all the ethnic state and all the people in the current um, young generation and then that's how they uh, genocide uh, today, not like in the previous, like guns or whatever. 
that's how they're allowed to happen. Talking about the people called the Karen people, a Christian people displaced in the nation of Burma. There are other Christian peoples in Burma, one group called the Kachin. But we're talking today with the foreign spokesman for the Karen people. His full title is Major General Dr. Timothy Lacklam, and he's about to be on his way back to Burma to continue negotiations in a peace process and the search for recognition for his people, the Karen people, who've been displaced and suffering for more than 50 years. When I say suffering, suffering under a genocidal campaign against the Karen, uh, renegade military forces uh, that have even forced the Karen people to grow poppies for the heroin trade. Let me ask you on a different direction here, Timothy, about your founding of the Asian Tribal Ministries. Uh, This is a ministry that, uh, that looks after children. Yes, that's right. Uh, that was uh, about oh, 35 years ago, me and my wife, Rebecca, she's coming as a missionary. And uh, before we got married, and um, uh, Father Paul and Bunty Calling, and we all set up together and well-known in the ministry uh, called the Asian Tribal Ministry, which is a reach out to the Asian, uh, the tribal people in Thailand. Uh, during that time, a lot of communist uh, influence take place in Thailand as well. So bringing a gospel is a solution and educate them and give a way for their tribal uh, people to uh, uh, reach the go- by reach by the gospel and then also supporting, uh, not allowing the communism and coming into the, those villages as well. That's the one thing. Um, but at the same time that we're training, we're bringing a training to uh, Chiang Mai. We built the training school. Uh, we build them, and then also for them to train and raising up all the pastors and the leaders, teachers, and everywhere they go, they go back to their own village and they reach out to the people. That's what we have been doing for 35 years and even until now. There is a sense, isn't there, that when you are leading a people, you've got to care for their needs. Is Asian Tribal Ministries your way of saying, this is a way that we can care for the needs of our people while we are sure. under this genocidal attack? That's right. That's right. Uh, a lot, uh, lately, uh, along the border, across uh, the border, and uh, all the Karen and all the ethnic, including, uh, you know, uh, everybody inside Burma as well, and we were bringing the, uh, including the refugees, uh, aid, and also what they need, um, because these people, uh, our people are being neglected by the society around the world, including not only the government, also society, that seem to be a our effort in the past, the Second World War, has been forgotten. But however, I believe the gospel is the answer. And even though this very day that um, what we are doing for peace, because every time I build a school and the next month coming birth, the school burned down, I make an orphanage school. I, I started in the inside along the border. The Burmese army come and burned down. So um, these kind of things, and I realize that the solution is peace. It's, it's not the uh, it's not the uh, just only a word that we are bringing, but like you say, we have to bring the reality, the need. Same thing like what Jesus bring the always bring the need before his message, and his message is uh, his his, uh, his action itself is to become a message. You know that that's what exactly what we are doing. That to want to the one we want to reach the nation, we want to reach the community is uh, we have to uh, be like Jesus as an action louder than what we are speaking. 
uh, we can't bring the empty work, you know, and, and then nothing changed. And so the mission work is a very important. The same thing what we're doing in the peace process. I meet the Burmese general. I meet all the commander and leader. I make sure that they are following God's principle. It's not my interest. It's not their interest. But I'm trying to make a challenge for them to do the good work for the people. And in fact, uh, when I do peace, I, I've been threatened my own life with my own people. Some of the Korean army is not understand. They thought that I'm betrayed or blah, 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 blah. But it's, uh, I explained to one of the general in the army now, he was in a very senior position in, in Burmese army. I said, hey, my friend, you know, when I do peace with you, even my own people misunderstand and they're hunting down my life. You know what he said? What's that? Timothy, the word of God that you believe will protect you, will help you to be strong in a time of trouble. And I was thinking about how on earth this general, how on earth, he, he said exactly that he's a Christian, then I can understand. He's a pastor, then I can understand. But he's a general. He's the one that genocide and killed and pursued the church. And he's speaking that exactly word that uh, mature Christians are speaking to me. And that's really surprised me. And then later on, I understand why. Because I pray with him. And I put the Word of God inside of him and help him to understand that the that, that true peace cannot be achieved without God's principle. And uh, it was really amazing. It's a, this is a reality. Well, Timothy, you are a, uh, a stalwart of courage and uh, privilege to be able to talk to you. I know that yeah. these days you're traveling the world, you visit the United States, you spend time in Australia, and not because uh, just because of diplomacy here, but uh, you had death threats on your life earlier on. You brought your family to Australia, your wife is an Australian, your children yeah. hold uh, Australian citizenship as well, and yeah. you travel into Burma and into Thailand uh, regularly, and you're a part of these peace processes. Uh, yeah. Is there any light at the end of the tunnel from where you are now? Is there an optimism about how things are unfolding at the moment, that there might be some breakthroughs? Yeah, so when you go to the, that area, it's always a dangerous for your life. And even right now, the wall is start break up in the Koran and everything, and everybody looking for me. Uh, so our going back to the war zone area, uh, because of the Burmese are not really sincere for peace, and they're going back to the old ways, backward. Uh, so all the ethnic start fighting back the Burmese. So it's an ongoing battle, and you're right in the heat of it. And uh, yeah, I'm... yeah. When I going back, I got to face uh, in uh, in the middle of all the fighting and everything, meeting with all the commander and leader, and just pray with them and whatsoever. Um, also telling that our troops, one of the things that is, don't be violent towards the people or, you know, towards, uh, you know, violence is not a priority, but of course necessary to protect yourself and uh, defend, but don't do any violence to the people. Do the right thing before God, and God will be a uh, help us. And that is our, that's my uh, message. And, you know, uh, uh, that is always the answer. There is not a dead, uh, dead, dead, uh, dead end, but always an answer. And God is the one that will bring the solution for this nation can change the mind of this regime and this tough, hard, arrogant, uh, uh, the, 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 the military in Burma. Uh, I believe that uh, my experience in the past is success and engage with these. Uh, I believe that this time also, but of course, in the 
when you're traveling in this war zone, your life is always in danger. Yes. Timothy, I believe uh, people listening to our conversation now will uphold you in prayer. And uh, there are some real needs that you are looking out for intervention and breakthrough from God. And uh, and I believe there'll be people listening to our conversation who'll uphold you in the courts of the Lord. Major General Dr. Timothy Lacklam, our guest, the foreign spokesman for the Christian Karen people. Uh, from Burma. Timothy, I'll look forward to our next conversation, but thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Thank you. Thank you. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.